though very few, some have had experiences with serial killers and lived to tell the tale. I'm your host, Sam Roper, and I've dug up some of those encounters to bring you first-hand accounts from those who lived them. Thank you for joining us in our brand new series, Dark Matters, Killer Experiences. I will call myself Jane Doe for purposes of privacy. I was three and a half years old at the time. My parents and I lived in Seattle. It was summer and for once it wasn't rainy. It was a beautiful summer day. My parents decided to take advantage of this with a trip to Green Lake in Seattle's North End. The car ride seemed as if it went on forever. I was so excited. It was rare we got to take day trips of these sorts. As we arrived at the lake I remembered, I couldn't get out of the car fast enough. My mother commanded me to wait while her and my father unpacked the car, revealing a cooler a large umbrella and a blanket. They unloaded the car and we walked up closer to the lake. The water sparkled and the mass of water looked so big to me at that age. We stopped a little ways from the shore and my parents began to set everything up. Now you might ask, how at age three could you possibly remember all this detail, or even the day itself? See, this experience is so vivid to me because something happened next, something I've just never been able to let rest. As a child, the water was mesmerizing to me. It drew me towards it like some kind of magic spell. As my parents set up, many people around us laughing and having fun with their families, I was focused on nothing but the water. Nothing around me existed. I got to the water line and looked in the water. It was dark and I couldn't see much. I began to go into the water for a closer look. It's then I realized I didn't know how to swim. I'm not even sure if I knew what that was, honestly. I started to sink, struggling to stay above water. I could see my parents. I could see everyone else there, but it didn't matter. They didn't notice it drawing me drawing me deeper as I drowned. I went under. My arms and legs kicked and swing violently, but it didn't do anything. Suddenly I saw a figure come into the water, grabbing me, pulling me back up to the outside air 
I so desperately craved. As he pulled me out of the water, I saw his face, my guardian angel, a very normal, friendly face, forever etched in my mind. He pulled me to land and asked if I was okay. All I could do was nod my head and acknowledge I was okay. My parents came running up in a panic, grabbing and holding me tight, tighter than my mother and father ever had before. They thanked the man repeatedly. My mother actually recognized the man. Just months earlier, the man was on the news for chasing down a purse snatcher and retrieving the victim's purse. He had drew a commendation from the Seattle police for his heroics. Surely he would be forever known for this, as well as many other heroic acts not yet foreseen in his future. Unfortunately, that wouldn't be the case. In 1975, the man who saved me would be arrested and quickly found to be a serial killer. A serial killer who went by the name of Theodore Robert Bundy. Do you have a personal killer experience you'd like me to share? Message me on Facebook or email me at officialdarkmatters at gmail.com. I'm your host, Sam Roper. Thank you again for joining us. We'll see you next time when we go over more Dark Matters.